What is up and welcome back to Fit Facts, the podcast. So today we are going to be talking about the top four tricks to overcoming your excuses. But before we really dive into all of that, I just want to say I appreciate everyone's feedback on last week's bonus episode, especially um, we've gotten some really good feedback from both episodes last week, but we had a little bonus and it was titled, Does Your New Plan Pass the Sustainability Test? So if you have not already listened to that, it's a super short, simple, nine-minute listen, and it is just a very important thing that you need to consider, especially if you are starting a new plan or even if you're on a plan right now for your health and fitness and you're kind of questioning like, hey, is this actually like going to work for me long term? Okay, so go check that out if you have not already. And then we are going to dive in today the top four tricks to overcoming your excuses because let's be honest, okay? We all have excuses. We all have reasons to just delay and not actually do anything in achieving our goals and just I mean, in reality, we're busy, okay? We could say we don't have the time or we could not make the time, but the reality is, like, excuses are valid, but you still have a choice, okay? I have days where I just don't feel like it every single, or not every single day, but some days I just don't feel like doing anything, okay? And I could make the excuse of, I don't feel like it, or my head hurts, or I'm just tired, and things like that. And so... The first thing is like just reflecting, okay, of where you're at. If it's like, if you find yourself saying a ton that you don't have the time, really reflect and ask yourself, how much time are you spending watching TV or scrolling on social media or laying in bed in the mornings, like when you could get up, when the alarm goes off. And I'm actually extremely proud to share with you that that's been a habit of mine that I've been working on over the past, I mean, I'd say like four months or so, I would go through phases of like, okay, I'm not going to hit snooze, I'm not going to hit snooze, and then it would like, hit snooze, hit snooze, hit snooze, you know, wake up 45 minutes to an hour later being mad at myself because I didn't actually get up. Like, can you relate to that or am I kind of crazy? So, I think, I think you can probably relate, but... Over the past, I mean, probably six weeks at this point, I have been, maybe even two months, but I have been placing my phone in the bathroom. So our master bedroom has a bathroom, and so I've been putting my phone in there. That way, if there's some crazy emergency, I can still hear it ringing in the middle of the night, but I'm not going to be distracted or be waking up by a simple vibrator or anything like that. And when my alarm goes off in the morning, I have to get my butt out of bed or else I'm going to be extremely frustrated with just the alarm going off in general. So I get up, get dressed, and that's how I start my day now. So I'm extremely proud to share that with you. So that's a tip to try out if you struggle with getting out of bed in the morning. All right, so let's dive back into excuses. Again, we all have excuses. This is nothing new, but The most common excuses that I hear as a health and fitness coach and that I've used in the past is, you know, I don't have the time or I don't have the money or my husband's not really on board. But, you know, it's like we always try to point fingers at other people or I just don't have the energy. But the reality is, and this was a huge wake-up call for me, there are women who are busier. There are women who have less money. There are women who have more 
like other top priorities and other things like other commitments in their life. And so that was like, whoa, if they can do it, I can do it. Because we all have 24 hours in a day. That is such a cliche thing to say, but it is so, so true. So if you're struggling with the time, if you're struggling with the energy, you need to reevaluate your priorities, okay? Because if you find that, hey, this is a top priority in my life, you will find a way, okay? I work with the very, very busy women. They have so many kids. They have two jobs or they just have a crazy, hectic schedule. Or even I have I work with one lady who has three jobs and she's a college student. She's busy, all right? But she finds a way. You can find a way to do something even if it's just five minutes. We often make the mistake of thinking that our workouts, if we actually want to have a good workout, it has to be 45 minutes to an hour, okay? And so we typically, if we find ourselves in that space of, I can't do something, or you think that you're not capable, you're probably making it a bigger deal than it actually is. So we need to see things as they are, not bigger than they are. So I want to dive now into the four tricks, okay? You're like, Carly, what are you doing? I've been waiting on those, but all of that was very important information for the kind of backup for this. So number one, you have got to know your why. If you've been listening to this show, like this is not new to you, knowing your why is extremely important when starting any goal. Because the reality is, if we start to accomplish a new goal, then it's going to be hard. We're going to face challenges. And you will likely give up if you don't know why you started. And a lot of times people just have surface level whys. Like, well, I want to be healthier. Okay, that's an awesome reason, but I need you to dig deeper. Why do you want to be healthier? It may turn into, well, my mom just got diagnosed with diabetes and I want to prevent that. Why do you want to prevent diabetes? And maybe you could say, I want to start a family one day and I don't want my kids to have to worry about me. Okay, great. Why don't you want your kids to have to worry about you? Well, I know I want to be, you know, active with them as they grow up and I don't want to have limitations and then I don't want to be a burden whenever they grow up and things like that and I want to set a good example so that's part of my why okay it's like I want to do what I can do for my future to set myself and my future family up for the happiness and the success and their health and things like that 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 I want to do my part now pretty much so notice how it's not just like okay why all right, ask yourself like four to five, maybe even six times, like every answer you come back with, why? So maybe you're like, I just, I want to be more confident, okay? That is an amazing thing. Confidence can change your life. But why do you want to be more confident? Maybe it's, well, if I were more confident, then I would be more willing to go on a date so I can get married one day, okay? Yes, 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 you deserve that. But you've got to know why you actually want something before you can go out and execute. So for me, I've already shared some of my reasons because I can relate to all of those. But in the reality, like if I don't take care of myself, if I don't prioritize my sleep and actually get in my workouts throughout the week and, you know, filling my body with the fuel as in the nutrition that I need, 
I know that my confidence will take an extreme hit just because I would feel like such a fraud. Like I would feel so fake and I would not have the confidence to even be on this podcast or to post on social media or definitely not to show up and coach my clients inside of the Health Excel Academy. It's like I have to take care of me before I can go out and care and pour into others, okay? So that is extremely for you to look at as well. Like would confidence or would prioritizing your health like improve your career or even your marriage? So we hear from married women, you know, it's like, well, I just, I don't want my husband to look at me. Like I cover myself up when I'm getting dressed in the mornings and things like that. And honestly, you know, if that is you, you know that is taking, like, it's hindering your marriage and your relationship. So you need to prioritize you and feel, I'm not saying that that means you have to lose weight, okay? I would never tell someone, like, hey, you have to lose weight. A doctor may suggest that you lose weight or you may know that, hey, if I lose weight and if I feel confident about my body, like, that's going to be a game changer. Confidence doesn't have to come from losing weight, first of all. But whatever it is, okay, if confidence will allow you to show up, you know, for your career better, maybe if you're in sales, and if you can be confident and you can show up to making that sale, your sales are going to increase and then your income's going to increase. And so it's an overflowing, like a big, not even a circle, okay, but just this awesome journey that things actually overflow. So the question to ask yourself here is, first of all, why? And then ask yourself that five or six times. And then remember that because for sometimes for us women, it's hard to prioritize ourselves because we are, you know, givers and we care about others. So it's like, no, I have to do for them and I have to do for them. And then I I have other priorities and other people have priorities. But in the reality, you cannot pour from an empty cup. So ask yourself, are you walking, talking and behaving in alignment with what you said you were going to do? You want to increase confidence? That is the first way to increase your confidence. Actually do what you say you're going to do. That was point number one. Know your why. Know why that your journey is important to you and your goals are important to you. So number two, you've got to be selective of where you get your information from. Because if you are struggling and making excuses, a lot of times I hear the excuse of, I don't know what to do. Like if I just knew what to do, then I would be successful. And so, you know, I like to think of this around the fact of personal development. Okay, so that's the big trick here in terms of like investing into yourself, your time, your money, your energy. Are you pouring into yourself? Okay, you can't pour from an empty cup. You're going to hear that quite a few times on the show. So are you taking the time to develop yourself personally? And in this case, we're speaking health and fitness because I believe if you can be healthy, you're going to be happy, you're going to be more confident, and then that's going to overflow in other areas of your life. I'm not just saying this because I'm being biased. I've seen this time and time and time again, and I experience it every single day in my own life. Again, if I don't prioritize my health, then my happiness kind of takes a hit as well. And so does my relationships and so does my business and career and things like that. Being selective around, you know, as you're on your personal development journey, we can Google things, we can watch workouts, we can, you know, look at meal plans, we can read articles that's telling us how to get in the best shape of our lives. But the reality is, because this is media that we are turning to, they are just going to tell you whatever to get you to click, okay? You might see the top best foods for fat loss, 
the reality is there are no best foods for fat loss necessarily. There are some foods that may help you in your fat loss journey, but there's not like a best food that we can just eat and then all of a sudden lose fat. These, again, these articles and this media, whether it's a, you know, an Instagram workout or a YouTube video or whatever, they are there to gain publicity, okay? They want to catch your attention and they want to increase their views, okay? That's what people want to do. And I'd be lying if I said I didn't want to do the same thing on my social media and other platforms that I am trying to promote health and fitness to women. But here's the difference. A lot of this information is leading you in the wrong direction. It's don't eat carbs. You know, you need to restrict your calories or you need to intermittent fast or you need to work out five days a week. Or if you can't do this, then you have to do that. And it's so confusing. And if you are confused, you will likely struggle to take action or even worse, you're going to get started. You're going to go hard in this and then you're going to be so frustrated because you're not getting the results that you want or your energy is just going down the drain because you started at 100 real fast and then you're going to feel like you failed and then you're going to be stuck in that cycle over and over again. And unfortunately, your personal development strategy or your personal development like attempt did not get you where you want to go. And then you're like, well, screw it. It just doesn't matter anyways. So you've got to be careful where you're getting your information from. And that is why, honestly, that I was like, yes, I want to work with women one-to-one. I want to be a coach myself so that I can kind of be in control of what women that I'm working with, the information that they're taking in. Like letting them know, hey, you don't need to be Googling anymore. I will provide you with the information. And if we need to go outside of that reach, I guess, and then help you find your own information, I will show you how to do that, okay? Because it's too questionable to just be like, how to lose weight, you know, on Google. It's, I mean, you're going to find hundreds if not thousands of different ways to do that so be careful of where you are or be selective i should say of where you're getting your information from so that you can be confident in your personal development and in achieving your health and fitness goals and actually take action trick number three to overcoming your excuses so we have got to understand demotivation Okay, a lot of times it's like, oh, I'm just not motivated. Is that another excuse that you've used before? You're probably lying if you say no. I say that all the time. Like Blake and I are getting ready to go to the gym. I'm like, oh, I have no motivation, okay? And understanding that no motivation or demotivation is normal, then all of a sudden you don't feel as guilty, okay? Because so many women are like, well, I just haven't been successful in the past because I just, I can't stay motivated. If we expect motivation to push us all the way through to achieving our goals, it's likely not going to happen. Right now, it is a Friday. The weather is gross outside. It's cold. It's rainy. And I know that it is much worse in other areas instead of just here in South Carolina. And so am I motivated necessarily to wake up and be like, yes, let's feel accomplished today? No. Okay. But we have to do it anyways. So if you want to like get motivated and stay motivated, you have got to think long term, tying back into knowing your why, knowing what you want. You will not always be motivated, but knowing your why will help you push through that, 
okay? So sometimes we think that we have to make it to the gym five days a week or we're not, you know, motivated enough and we have to eat healthy all the time and we have to be consistent in our eating habits and sleeping habits all the time. I would be big fat lying to you if I said, yes, I am always perfect, okay? I go to the gym when I say I'm going to, I eat healthy every single day like I say I'm going to, or I get enough sleep every single night. That's a big fat lie, okay? So we've got to understand we're not going to be perfect, and then understanding that if you're not motivated all the time, you're a normal human being, so congratulations, but we've got to have that bigger reason that will help us push through. And another reason that I do enjoy working with women one-to-one is because I know they're not going to always be motivated. It's funny because some people try to pretend like, yeah, I'm great. Everything's great all the time. And I'm like, no, you don't, have to, you don't have to play that game with me. Like, I need to know in reality, like, where are you at right now? How are you feeling? So that we can work through that and especially so that they can understand that, hey, you're, there's nothing wrong with you. This is completely normal. So if you feel like you're constantly demotivated, honestly, you're likely not in touch with why it matters, okay? We cannot think about going to the gym right now, it's just going to suck, and it's going to be the worst thing ever. We've got to think six months from now, why is our workout today going to impact us six months from now? Honestly, like we all have that motivation initially, like that desire But if you're lacking the confidence to follow through, it's because you've continued to break promises to yourself. So make a promise to yourself and actually keep it. And again, like starting with those small wins, okay, or like small steps so that you can say, yes, I did it. And that's how you rebuild your confidence in that. All right, trick number four to overcoming your excuses. So number four is change your language and change your life. Okay, how many times have you told yourself like, oh my gosh, I should have done that. I should have gone to the gym four times this week or I should have meal prepped or I should have gone to bed earlier. I should have done this beforehand, whatever it is. Okay, this word should like it's it's not a good word to use. Okay, because we make ourselves feel guilty and things like that. And we've talked before about should versus could. Okay, you could say I could have done that. And let's say for the using that in the past, like it was like, oh, I should have prepped my lunch today. No, I could have prepped my lunch today, but then always have a follow up plan, if that makes sense. Like, okay, I could have prepped my lunch today, but I didn't. So I can make smarter decisions whenever I grab lunch out or take my lunch break today. But then an even better way in terms of change your language, change your life, changing should into must, we need to know our priorities. So if we must do this workout or if we must, you know, follow through and meal prep or we must plan and prep for our week, that's a game changer. Then it shows that we have our priorities in line. So we must follow through and do that because we're not always going to feel like it. If you plan ahead and then you realize that like, you know, all of a sudden it's a Thursday and it's like, well, I was going to go to the gym at five, you know, this evening, but really like I need to go grocery shopping and I need to do this and I need to do that and all these other things that you need to do. But if you decide ahead of time, 
it makes that I must go to the gym at five o'clock today or on Thursday, it makes that so much easier to follow through with because you've planned for that time to be dedicated to the gym, which means you have other time in other places to get other errands or whatever done. And that's another thing. So if you think about the word decide, okay, so when we're planning through our week and days and stuff like that, we are deciding what we are going to do. So the word decide, if you break that down, it basically means cut off. You're cutting off all other decisions and choices. So when you decide, you're saying, I am deciding to do this. I must do this because all other decisions and choices have been cut off and they're no longer an option. So that comes back to, hey, the importance of planning. But when you change your language, you can change your life. The other way of doing that is watching your negative self-talk. So this past week in the Hell Excel Academy, we, it's like self-sabotage was a big thing that we were covering. Like, why do we do this? And how do we stop it? How do we overcome it? And things like that. But really just being aware of your self-sabotaging habits. Like, are you telling yourself that you're not capable or that you're not good enough or you just, you're going to screw it up anyways? And if that's the case, become aware of that. Write down and journal the words that you tell yourself and ask yourself like, would I tell a friend this? Like, would I say these things to a friend? And more than likely, you absolutely would not. So change your language, change your life. All right, I have a bonus tip for you guys. So pushing through on the days that you just simply don't feel like it, like, how do you do that, right? It's like, well, you're telling me I just need to do it anyways. How do I do that? I have a big tip for you. I want you to think about, so on those days that you're like, hmm, should I go to the gym? Like I could skip the gym or should I go or whatever. But think about the after effect. Like have you ever regretted a workout? I highly doubt that you have because I know personally that I have not. Like maybe at the end I've been extremely tired, but I still have that sense of accomplishment. Like think you know, the after effect of what you will accomplish, you know, if you actually go and work out. So for example, like if I weigh the pros and cons of working out versus not working out, if I don't work out, I'm like, oh man, I should have worked out. Okay. Or I could have worked out today and I would have it over and done with. Or if I'm like, I'll go and work out. I think about, wow, I feel accomplished. Wow, I did it. Wow, I pushed through. And I am now building my confidence because I followed through and said what I was going to do. As we're wrapping up, I really just want to like recap everything and understanding what makes successful people successful and unsuccessful people unsuccessful. So, the reality is, no matter how many strategies you try to implement, if you cannot master your mentality around your actions, like you will never escape that cycle, basically, of starting and stopping and starting and stopping. Too often, women focus on changing only their behavior. But in reality, the most important is changing our mindsets and our emotions. So I want to have a little celebrate here and a little shout out. We oftentimes focus a lot on the scale. Okay, is the scale moving? Are we losing weight and things like that? But if we continue to do that, if we focus on again, like that behavior and that outcome solely on the scale, even we're setting ourselves up for failure because the scale is not going to move every single day. The scale is not going to decrease every single week. And so if you start focusing on your actions and the small daily steps, then you're going to find success in so many ways. So we had a Health Excel Academy member this past week in her 
one-to-one like check-in and everything. She was so excited to share that, hey, even though the scale only like budged maybe half a pound or something like that, she's like, I still realize that I've lost six pounds over the past three weeks. And one, that's amazing. But two, she feels so confident in the plan and the process that she's following through with. She's being consistent in her activities. She's getting more daily movement. She's drinking more water. She's like, I feel so good about this and I don't feel deprived of food. Like I actually don't hate this. She was like, that's a win within itself. She has that confidence in herself to continue following through despite just focusing on one simple outcome or one simple behavior that she may be focused on in the past. And now she's like, no, I'm changing my mindset around this. I'm understanding that, hey, I'm in this for the long run. Like, and also just her emotions around that, actually being proud of herself for sticking to the plan and coming out on the other end. So that's another thing just to share with you guys like, hey, you're not always going to be motivated. Yes, we can always make excuses and why not to do something. But if something truly is a priority and your plan is actually setting you up for success in terms of you feel confident of where you're getting your information from and, you know, you're not always going to be motivated. But if you have that support to push through and, you know, making sure that even on your bad days, like you're doing something Okay, 1% better every single day. You're doing something to continue moving towards your bigger goals and watching how you're talking to yourself, change your language, change your life, then it's going to be a total game changer. Six months from now, you could be a completely new person simply by overcoming your excuses and following these four tricks. So we are now Help Excel Academy on Instagram. So follow me there. Send me a message. Keep me updated of how you're enjoying these and if there are any topics that you want me to cover. Moving forward, I would be glad to do so. And looking forward to talking with you next week. Thank you for listening to Fit Facts. We hope that we have provided value to you today. If you haven't already, hit the follow button on Spotify. And if you're listening on iTunes, a five-star review is always appreciated. We would also love to have you join our free private Facebook group for women who are looking to excel in their health. For more information, visit healthexcelacademy.com.